Jill Bennett sitting in for Simi Sarah. Well, today will be this evening. It will be the first park board meeting since the announcement from Vancouver's mayor that he would like to see the uh, park board, the elected park board, taken in becoming more of a committee of the city rather than a freestanding park board. Certainly there has been plenty of reaction to that announcement and at that meeting this evening there will be several former park board commissioners and chairs all who have signed a petition signed on to a news release speaking out against the demise of the park board saying instead it should stay. Well joining me now is Ian Robertson a former park board commissioner. Ian thank you so much for taking some time this morning. Thanks for inviting me, Jill. Uh, why do you, why are you opposed to this and why would you like to see the park board stay? Well, first of all, uh, what kind of got me uh, interested in this particular initiative is that uh, the mayor has absolutely no mandate from the voters to take this decision and it's completely undemocratic. Uh, I was on the park board for six years and I saw firsthand where an experienced, well-governed and funded a park board can have a, a very real difference on uh, the lives of Vancouverites and their parks and recreation services. But what do you think the park board itself, having the elected board, what could it do differently than, say, having a committee, having a board under the umbrella of council? I think it all comes down to focus, uh, Jill. Uh, right now, I mean, any city council has got their hands full looking at other initiatives such as public safety, housing, city regulations. And there are so many uh, details that I think will get lost and initiatives that will get lost as it comes under the fold of uh, mayor and council. And uh, as I said, uh, the mayor does not have any mandate from the voters to do this. In fact, he's he's flip-flopped on this. In the beginning of the election, he said he would abolish it. And then he stepped back and said, oh, no, I believe in a strong, independent park board. And now that he's gotten in, he said, oh, I'm going to take it away. And I, I don't think he has the mandate from the voters to make a very significant decision of this nature. If there was a referendum or if it was put to the voters and he got that mandate, would, it, would you be OK with it then? I think that's a more fair way. But I think uh, before we get there, uh, we need to stand up and, uh, and, and voice our concern and, and tell the voters about what the impact will be. Jill, I'll go back to, look, I can only speak from experience. I was a park commissioner and I was chair of the park board uh, during the windstorms of Stanley Park. And I'm absolutely convinced that because of a strong independent park board, uh, the board was successful in raising the millions of dollars that we did to help with the restoration of Stanley Park. And if that had been folded under city council, it would not have gotten that kind of support. And I feel very strongly about that. Other cities do it, though, without having a separate freestanding board. It is part of their civic councils. So what makes Vancouver so different, though, that it's the only city that has this or needs to have this? Well, I think it's a positive. Uh, Again, when I was a commissioner and chair, I'd hear from other cities how they looked at the model that Vancouver had and, and wish they had it. And I think it's something that we've had for over 100 years, and it's not time to get rid of it. Uh, and I think we should celebrate it. It's no surprise that Vancouver is is admired by cities across the country and, and around the world for its beautiful parks and beaches, uh, the, the local community flavor uh, that our community centers bring. Uh, each community center is responsible for their programming. And again, I think under uh, when it's, if it's folded under mayor and council, 
each community center is going to lose their individuality. And I think that is something that the voters really need to think about. Didn't they kind of already lose that, though, even under the park board when they used to be very individual, even as far as fundraising and, and how they ran their programs to when it became the card, the, the access card, the universal card for all of the, the community centers? Because when that happened, many of them were very, really upset about that. Yeah, there's 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 uh, there's uh, strengths and then there's opportunities and challenges that brings. But I think overall, the residents of Vancouver are well served uh, by having a local community board uh, uh, providing oversight in the community centers and uh, providing uh, providing specific direction on the kinds of programs that those uh, that those centers want. Uh, the mayor said he was on this program and he said that he didn't actually flip flop. He said, yes, he originally ran saying he would get rid of the park board, then uh, decided, no, we will keep it. But he said after that, he it came to his attention that the park board was broken. It was a dysfunctional board and he didn't see any way to fix it, to make it that it would be cost effective and that it was actually doing a job that couldn't be done under council. So how do you respond to that, to him saying that it was just too broken? Well, you know, again, I think that uh, if you were to roll back the uh, the commentary on that, I think everyone took uh, the mayor's comments that he believed in a strong independent park board and would keep it. And, you know, uh, Jill, he's not the only one. Uh, Councillor Mike Klassen uh, years ago uh, spoke about having the value of a strong independent park board. And now I'm sure he'll follow uh, mayor's, Mayor Sims' uh, direction and will vote against a strong independent park board. Now, I'll be the first to admit there's been challenges with the governance uh, of previous boards, and uh, and but you know that's what happens when you get uh, when you get a, a elected board by the people. There's going to be challenges, but I think if you if you recruit strong, uh, experienced people uh, to run, uh, and you fund the park board to where it needs to be. Uh, everything works very, very well. And I'm concerned that in folding it under mayor and council, uh, it's going to lose a focus. Uh, I know that uh, many former commissioners and chairs will be at the park board meeting this evening. And again, this is the first meeting since that announcement from the mayor. Uh, are, are you hoping that they will listen to, to former commissioners or, or how do you see things unfolding this evening? Well, I hope they do. Uh, I hope they listen to former commissioners who have the experience uh, and understand what it's like uh, to uh, to perform in a, in a well-functioning, uh, well-funded uh, board. I'm hopeful uh, that they will, and I'm encouraging you know all community groups to get out and voice their concern at tonight's park board meeting and also at council meeting on Wednesday. What about one of the arguments, though, when it comes to red tape in that when setting up things, and I know the Moby bike system was an example that was used, that here's a company that needed not only park board approval, they then needed city council approval or the city's approval, that there's that the mayor says that this will get rid of some of that redundancy and make things like that easier. Well, I'd flip that around and say, if you've got a strong independent board, why would you need city approval? So in other words, give Give the board the give the board the unilateral decision to make those kinds of decisions and not you know get the city involved in in these kinds of decisions. So I would flip it around and and say uh, give it to the board to make that decision. Was it your experience when you were on the board that it was underfunded? Oh yeah, absolutely. And I think it's been the the history of uh, park boards over the years. When you look at 
the percentage of revenue uh, collected uh, that's given to uh, Vancouver, it's uh, very it's lower than Toronto and other cities across the country. So I think if you get a, a well-funded park board and a well-governed uh, park board, uh, that can bring huge value to the residents of Vancouver. All right. Well, I know a lot of people will be paying attention to the meeting this evening and what happens next. Ian Robertson, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you, Jill. That is Ian Robertson, a former Park Board Commissioner and one of many signatories on a letter that has been written, a news release as well, calling for the retention of the Vancouver Park Board. And many of those who signed the letter will also be at that meeting this evening that's happening at 6.30 this evening, the first Park Board meeting since that announcement that it could soon be a thing of the past. Well, what are your thoughts on this? Let me know on the buzz line, 604 Buzz 604-331-2899. You can text that line if you would prefer to do that. And you can always email me, jill at cknw.com.